Folks, welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. Tea is in my cup next to me. I am here in my chair. You are out there everywhere. And it's time for a different kind of show today. Today we're doing a little bit of story time. Uh, I asked on my Facebook page my friends to throw out some made-up story titles and I waited an hour got a whole bunch of suggestions wrote down all the suggestions rather quickly at some point there's a lot of them and threw them into a big hat and now I'm going to pick at least one two I don't know how many I'm going to get through I don't know how long these stories are going to go that is sort of part of the joy of it so the difference is in this show Typically, I would do a complete show, boil, steep, drink, tea, and then end end the show. Because I want to do this with a little bit of background music, the only way I can get that background music, individual story parts, individual stories, is if I stop it for a moment, save it, and then come right back. I plan on doing it all within the confines of this cup of tea. It just will be uh, paused for moments just so we can change the music to hopefully match the, uh, um, the story being told. There's a whole bunch of uh, musical things they have on uh, this platform that I can use. So I'm going to try and use them and fit it into... And, I'm not going to worry about it now. I'm just going to tell my stories and then see if I can fit some music in behind it. So that's going to be the joy. That's going to be the fun of that. So thank you for uh, joining me, and I hope this experiment goes well. So uh, the first thing we are going to do is get everything ready, get it all set up so I can uh, draw something out of here. And you got to ah, here we go. All right. Ooh, sorry. The first story is Thursdays with Jessica. Thursdays with Jessica. Good morning, Jessica. How are you today? You're, you're looking lovely. No, 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 don't get up. I'll, I'll get down. <laughs> so, I brought lunch today. It's one of your favorites. I was thinking just the other day about our trip down to the cottage by Lake 
Sinko. And uh, I... I miss that lake, Sinko. It was such a beautiful place. And I took you there to our family cottage and you immediately fell in love with it. We remember we walked all around all around the lake and I showed you all the sights they were so sweet the farm the other farm the barns it was a simple time yes yes I I remember you remember it's but I remember we had a picnic there many many times but this one particular one sticks in my brain like no other do you remember it was the end of August I brought you down to the field by the edge of the east of the lake and we laid upon the grass I took you into my arms and I kissed you I kissed you more deeply than we've ever kissed. We threw our sandwiches aside and we began to taste love for the first time. We made love that day. Do you remember? You must remember.
was Thursdays with Jessica, a story titled by Brooke Turner. Thank you very much, Brooke. Next story. All right, this is Understanding Mr. Redwick. Understanding Mr. Redwick. I was going to be in the country for uh, about three years, so I was looking for a place to stay. When my realtor found this lovely little cottage down on Grape Street, this nice little town, and we uh, settled on a good price, and I moved in for what would be about two years, I figured. I had some overseas business with my company. They needed me here, and it was just easier to buy or rent the home, as it were, and there I was. My neighbor was a Mr. Redwick, and let's just say moving into Mr. Redwick changed my life. You see, I was raised a simple man on a simple plot of land. Away from all the glitz and glamour of the big city, I was educated. I was schooled, taught, reared, however you wish to call it, in a nice, clean, proper way. My parents were strict disciplinarians, so I found myself underneath the whip, the cane, more or less, several times. But... That is neither here nor there now. But let's just say, all of those things pale in comparison to the things I witnessed in the home of Mr. Redwick. You see, in his almost identical little cottage next door to mine, where I thought I knew the layout of my house quite well, it seemed identical. They should probably be the same inside as, as, as out. It would make much sense. Yet, when I entered his home for the very first time, it was a maze. And I'm not saying an amazing maze, just a maze. You see, he had hobbies, multiple hobbies, many hobbies. He was a collector of hobbies. And each hobby had their own little place. Each hobby had their own little nook. He called them their hobby nook. It was simple, I, I know. But Mr. Redwick had many odd hobbies. When you first walk in, he had his yoga studio right up in front. The place where he exercised and took in the sun right in front of his picture window. Sadly, Mr. Redwick performed his yoga in the nude with an open window. All the neighbors knew not to come by the house between 10 and 11 o'clock in the morning. It was not advised for anyone. Anyone who accidentally drove by our quiet little Grape Street, well, they got a yoga lesson they would never forget. Hopefully he was not a downward dog and you will be okay. Next to that, he had his voodoo room. Yes, his voodoo room. He was a man of many, many bizarre little quirks. His voodoo room had several dolls arranged very nicely in little scenes, little dioramas, 
of certain buildings around town. It, I noticed in time they were the post office, the grocery store, the mayor's office, and my house. I don't remember giving him a piece of my hair, but uh, who's to say what happens in the night? Hmm. So, I do get sharp pains in my foot every once in a while, though. It is odd. Behind the voodoo is his ping-pong table. It is one panel, and the other panel is up straight, so he plays ping-pong by himself. He has become a master of double-handed ping-pong. I've watched him play for several hours. He is amazing. He has a wide collection of oil paintings. Many of them, many of them that he has made himself. His favorite subject is dogs taking a shit. He really captures the stench of the gift left. I'm thinking of purchasing one. I may hang it in my dining room. He also enjoys eating raw onions. This I find disgusting. He believes he is immortal. And he's told me I'd have to outlive him to prove him wrong. Well, (laughs) I plan on proving him wrong. You see, I am old, but I'm not old enough to worry about that. He makes his own cheese in its own little bladder. I believe it truly is a sheep's bladder that he makes his cheese in. But I will say his hamburgers are delicious. In his backyard, he was building cardboard forts. He would go down to the local hardware or appliance store, take their boxes, make little forts and live in them for days on end. He was rather weird, as you can plainly see. He hugs everything. Trees, people, dogs, cats, chipmunks, bugs, everything. And the one I find most intriguing, he's a praying mantis whisperer. Now, you are probably saying to yourself, how, after all this description, am I to understand Mr. Redwick? Well, I tell you this one thing. There is no goddamn way you will ever understand, Mr. Redwick. For I have been here now for 17 years. And I cannot get out of his goddamn house. Really, send someone. I have been here forever. He leaves food around and I find it and I have survived. I have a room over my head. I don't feel like I'm... I'm... I'm really scared, folks. It's been a long time. Please. 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 That was Understanding Mr. Redwick. Story title by Kevin Knowles. Thank you, Kevin. I'm going to pick the next one. Here we go. The way it's done.
done. And this is the way it's done. You see, uh, I've been whacking guys for uh, God knows how long, 30 years. Yeah, it's got to be at least that long. And I've come up with a foolproof, guaranteed, great way to get things done. The done way. So, what I did is I marketed my skills to all the families in the area. And the best thing is, I can franchise. So not only did I work in the big city, you know, New York, I had a little bit of business in Jersey, and do a little bit of whack in Connecticut, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes those executives need to be reminded about, you know, who's really in charge, you know what I mean? So, I decided to uh, branch out even bigger. I moved out, moved down to Philadelphia. You know, they got some shit going on down there. <laughs> Smells like pee. All don't go in the summer. Smells like piss everywhere. Just saying. All right. But look at after I moved to Chicago and I got out west. I was whacking everyone. Everyone was calling me. They give me a call and say, hey, we need something done. So we call Billy Dunn. That's me. <laughs> you know, I keep repeating myself, but I hear my name. Sounds good to me. You know me, Billy Dunn. <laughs> <coughs> God, quit smoking. God damn filterless. All right. So, got to L.A. Started working around the Hollywood scene. Now, they don't want any whacking, like, buried in the ground. They just want some knees busted. They just want some elbows twisted. Just reminders. It's a little bit lightweight for me. But while I was there, I met up with the guy who had this idea. So, we made a VHS tape. You know, back in the day, that was the thing. You got the VHS, you pop it in, getting things done, with Billy done. So, we make this tape. We distribute it to all our associates. And they realize we're legit. <laughs> we weren't on no Betamax. We were on VHS. So, uh, everyone came to me, and I was the man. And here was my simple solution to get things done. First, isolate your victim. You don't want anyone around. You don't need any trouble. You find a place, you know where he's going to be alone. My favorite place? The can. You know why? They're vulnerable. Pants are down. Did you ever see a dog shit? I've seen this oil painting of this, of this, you know, you know, this guy's got this oil painting of a dog shitting. And it's, a, it's an amazing painting, you know. You can really see the terror in the dog's face. And that's how these guys look when you kick down the fucking door and you fill them full of lead. They're just like, I'm taking a shit. They're dead. So. Second, once your victim is dead, clean the fuck up. That's right. Tarantino wasn't wrong. You clean up your mess. You, you just take care of yourself. So you try and not make too much of a mess. If you can whack him in there with a board, hell, that's a lot less blood. <clears throat> Sorry. 
Gonna need a sip of my tea. That's right. I drink tea. Real fucking men drink tea. You got a problem with that? Alright, let me get back to my story. So. Once you clean up, now it's time to move the body. You gotta get this guy or this gal. You know, hey. I'm, I'll hit anybody. I will whack anybody. So, you move the body. You gotta do it inconspicuously. My favorite? Rug. I know. It sounds generic. It sounds ridiculous. But people fucking buy it. It's amazing. So, you roll them in the rug. You take it out to clean it. Put it in your van. And off you go. Now, disposal. How you get rid of a goddamn body. You're thinking, right? Well, I thought that a million times when I was starting out. Simple, simple, simple. Take him to the desert. Now, you're thinking, buddy, I'm in Jersey. There ain't no fucking desert around here. You got the ocean. Think about it. What's a desert on water? It's it's the ocean. Think, think, think. Just because it's wet don't mean it can't be dry. Oh, that's deep shit, man. Think about it. So, you take it to your desert or your ocean. And that's when you feed it to the animals. The animals take care of it. The animals want it. You take it out there. You do a little dragging a body around. Putting the smell all over the place. You let the animals come. And eat it on up. You throw it in the ocean. The sharks or the little fishies, they all nibble the shit out of that thing. They don't care. So you let the animals take care of it. Now, body's gone. Just some bones scattered with teeth and animal marks. Bullets are gone. There's no bullets anymore. They ate those things. They shit them out somewhere else. There's just an empty rib cage, devoid of meat, and a skull. How do you know? Don't know. So... Want things done? Yeah, that come to me. Barely done. I get things done. Now, don't call me for about another, I don't know, 12 to 15 years. I'll be uh, a little tied up. All right, gotta go. It's about lights out time. was the way it's done story title from Christy Pasquale thank you Chris and thank you to everyone who gave me a title gave me some great stuff Uh, it was amazing so if this works out maybe we'll do some more and do some more of these pick some titles pick some stories and just have some fun if you enjoyed it let me know tell me what you're thinking about this one this is so totally different than what we normally do And I want to know what you're thinking. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Please, give me some feedback. Uh, Teawithkehoe.com. There is the Facebook page, Teawithkehoe. There is the Instagram uh, hashtag, 
to you with Kehoe. I don't know if you can add messages there, but you can look at stuff there. And I think we got the, the Twitter going still, uh, Kehoe T, uh, at Kehoe T. So leave me some feedback. Let me know what you're thinking. Please, I'd love to hear it. This was really fun for me. It was a different approach to what I've been doing, and I love this. So every once in a while, this may happen where out of left field, something new comes at you. And I hope that doesn't scare people, and I hope it, you know, is fun. That is the whole hope. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I did. I always like to end the show with the reminder. uh, I still want to do a a moment of, you know, uh, last sip thought. So... I think that can stay. And of course, my last uh, sip thought always starts with be kind to each other because that is a core value to me. And I want to, you know, this past week I was out of town at a comedy sports world championships and surrounded by a bunch of incredibly talented, beautiful people. And just the camaraderie, the learning, the laughing, the sharing, the understanding, and the just pure, unadulterated fun of that week is still coursing through me. And I wish you at some point have this sort of experience in whatever you find most enjoyable in your life, whatever it may be. I hope you can feel that kind of love and you know, inner peace from doing something you love and what you love is also something that almost 300 other of your friends love doing and you all get together and have a great time sharing and being so wickedly kind to each other in so many little ways. So take that feeling, I'm taking that feeling and running with it for as long as I can And I want you to take that feeling and run with it. And whichever path you are on, run with joy. Attack what you love from a place of joy. That's what I'm sending out to you guys. So, that is my last sip thought. It's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. And I'm so glad you spent your time with me. Have a great week, have a great night, have a great life, and I will see you next week.